I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Wiseman Say Reaction Show. Sunderland are top of the league for the third week running, counting the international break, with a t- after a 2-1 victory against Agarine Stanley. I'm joined in the Harbour View by Michael Loff. Hello, Michael. How are we? Hello. I'm, I'm giddy after that. I, f- I feel like... It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Like... like- Obviously, it feels a little bit strange because we've beat Accrington Stanley 2 1 in reality, and it is hard sometimes to separate like the, the name of the team from the actual like what you see on the pitch, if that yeah. makes sense. So, you think it's Accrington Stanley, you, you, necess- you think we're going to be like a bunch of like cotton mill workers who just like rolled out <laughs> to play on the Saturday afternoon, but you know, they're not a bad team, and in fairness. They were kind of like the stereotypical League One team we struggled against since we came down to this league. But every trick in the boot, kind of like shithousery from the first minute, kind of. They were like at every opportunity fouling our players, but then they were going on like six form prefects, like going down, like kind of bleeding on the referee every time we made a challenge. So it's really refreshing to see us kind of stick to our guns and overcome that and get a deserved three points because I think on another day we could have had another couple of goals. Uh, well, I would, I'm just going to come on to that. What I, what I would say about uh, Accrington is they were enormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the big, you know, like uh, obviously that's what you mean in terms of the sides we struggled against since we came down. But physically they were massive, and I thought the goal aside, we dealt with that reasonably well at the back. We did. There were a few unnecessarily nervy moments, but I think it's a balance you've got to strike when we're trying to play this new way of football. With Callum Doyle, you've got to accept he's 17 yeah. and he's here to make mistakes, yeah. and he did make a mistake today. But then Sirkin, to be fair, build him out with a tremendous goal line clearance that was right in front of me. And that oh, was, was just that yeah, that was, it was just I, I think it was anyway, but it was absolutely superb. Um, I think the I thought that they kind I of thought it was Richard headed it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see it. <laughs> I don't want to be kind of like too negative after we've just played really well and won and like I say I'm feeling really positive but I think that the goalkeeper maybe didn't help with the nerves today because he kind of came for some stuff he shouldn't have come for and then was rooted to his line for some. I was really impressed with his like ideas with his distribution at times so when he kind of like picked out Stuart with a throw in the first half that was really good and I like him from that perspective but I think he needs to find his feet and kind of like learn like when to come and when not to come which will happen in time but I've got to be fair if that was Lee Burge doing that I'd probably be hammering him right now No I agree I, I thought look it's his first game he's, he's just been thrown into the team he did look very much like almost an emergency loan goalkeeper I think like, yeah, full of the Man City vibes Yeah very much like Desperate to try and almost impress, maybe. He, um, he played like as if he was like a trialist at a club, and he's yeah. like trying to overcompensate. Try. Like, sorry, my glasses fell off my head. <laughs> 
No, um, but no, anyway, to move on to more positive things, I think um, our intent was excellent today, the way we got on the front foot, and like our chance creation was really good. We, I mean, Ross Stewart had that one-on-one with a goalkeeper. He's done the right thing by trying to round him. The keeper's actually done really well there. He did do really well. That was right, that was right in front of me. Um, and you'd see, he kind of... Stewart made it maybe a little bit easy for him. He didn't kind of disguise the fact that he was going to put it round him. But the keeper didn't go down, and he, he kind of... He made himself big and he, he made it, well, just like a, an, op, an obstacle that, that he couldn't get around in the end. He should have just lifted it over him, I thought, but hey-ho. Um, no, I, I thought I thought generally, though, um, I thought we you touched on it uh, in, the, in the intro, really. We could have won 6-1, to be uh-huh. honest. Like we, I thought Embleton was, was excellent. Again, he just he had a couple of chances. Um, the one just before he went off, he probably should have got his shot away a little bit quicker. Um, same with Gooch in the first half, dragging that across the face of goal. Lovely ball through from from Embleton. Actually, if we'd have taken our chances, we would have been out of sight. And them nervy moments maybe wouldn't have happened. Exactly. But no, I mean they scored completely against the run of play. I mean Dan Nailback is a wonderful goal. Oh, by fantastic. He, goal. He's he's absolutely fantastic. He's just a tremendous footballer. Like it's one of them. Obviously, maybe he just wasn't ready last season. But you think we've had him at the club over the last year and we've not utilised him because he was absolutely what we have played. Exactly, it? kind of like slow ponderous. But this is what I like. I mean, say what we want about Lee Johnson, but this is kind of like a like a brave new Sunderland. Maybe he's kind of like overstating it. But I do think we look to like get on the ball and we play with like real positive attack and intent and some of our little combination play like you say to carve those openings and getting behind teams I mean that every goal I think we've scored recently has been a really good goal like Winchester's goal like oh, that, that ball by oh. McGeady and then as soon as he fell at Winchester he's a midfielder playing right back yeah. and you just knew he was going to score it's in isn't it it's, you do, yeah. it's one of them like as soon as the ball goes to him like you're off your seat aren't you oh, yeah. and you're like ready yeah, for yeah. net the bulge um, I tell you what, I was off my seat in the first half when he hit that with his left foot. Oh. He didn't half catch it. I don't know how close it was, but it was at the other end of the ground. I was like, it, it, he it, fucking it, caught it, that. It, it's one of them you go from, what's he doing, to bats into, yeah. oh, maybe not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in about like five seconds. But like, no, but I just think in, in general, like it's really, really encouraging. And to be fair, the last 10 minutes, I think we invited a bit of pressure on ourselves. And I don't know where you stand on, like, the bringing Bailey right on every I week. don't like it. I know Gareth had put in the chat just then that he doesn't necessarily like it. I'm inclined to agree. I think it invites. I think it invites pressure. And I think it kind of, for me, sends like a statement to Alton and Stanley that we are like now sitting in a way of accepting what we've got. But on the other hand, like when we did go two one up and at one 0 we kept on the front foot. We kept going. We kept pressing. And like it's honestly like we're so brave and so good on the ball now. It doesn't come off every time, but when it does come off, it's absolutely fantastic. It which is why I'm not going to hammer them for giving the ball away when they're trying things like that. I don't mind giving the ball away. No, you're right, and I think that's going to turn. You know, we are going to lose games playing yeah. like this, but we're not going to draw like twenty. And that's, like, and that's been what's cost us. And, yeah, exactly. So I think, look, I've, it, we've played six games and won five, and. It's a fact. I think it's our best start. Someone I, I might have read this wrong. Our best start for something like ninety-six years. <laughs> We've won our first four home games for the first time ever. I think. That's and, and, that, and that's crucial. I think. Um, I, I know maybe it's because we haven't been able to go for a year, but I think like the ovation they got a full time was like it was for, fully deserved. It was fully deserved, but it was like really like it's quite mad in the way that you've won you've won a game in League One and like there's like fans ten minutes after the game staying behind like kind of cheering them off. And but this is it. Like it was top. 
there's a lot of talk about like when things go wrong what our fans can be like and fair enough you've got to take that on board to a point but the, the reverse of that is if we get anything to get behind then that is like the kind of ovation they get and that's like the kind of buzz and I think if we can get that unity between like the lads giving us performances like that on the pitch and we're getting that energy like off the pitch in the stands I think it is really hard to stop some of them when we get on a run like no, that No it is especially when, you, when you've got that crowd behind you which they're going to have behind them because of the way they play I think you tweeted uh, something about get, just playing on the front foot just makes a huge difference yeah. to the atmosphere on the ground you can see what the team are trying to do you can see what it's not going to work every time you know we'll be frustrated we'll have days um, where we lose and you know it doesn't come off and we are going to absolutely hammer somebody this season oh, um, we're, we're, someone is going to get a pasting because there, there will be a game this season where we're 4-0 up at half time and the way that we play, we won't stop. No. We will keep going and, and, keep and, and going. I think that's having like the youth and the enthusiasm and like the energy throughout the team. And as it's well. having the fringe players as well who'll then maybe come on desperate to impress. Exactly. If we can get a lead, but there there will be I would I would bet I would have a charity bet that we will score eight goals in a league game this season. <laughs> And we're talking like I know we scored seven that day of like Oxford under Peter Reid. Yeah, I'm not getting play. carried away. Look, we played, we played, and <laughs> yeah, I, 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 well, I, I might, but look, I was critical of the manager last season. Now, it's fairly well known that I was. I, I, I thought the end of last season was a, let's be honest, a disaster, really. Oh, it was, and it was a failure. And, and as but, I say, until. Until he disproves his streaky lane reputation, this you've got to it. be mindful of this it. This is it. It's but brilliant rather than winning. And, and uh, but what I hope is, if we do lose a game, this style of football continues. And we have lost. We, we lost a bird. Exactly. And I think that's what's been really pleased. It's never good to lose a game, don't get me wrong. No. Nope. But the response has been absolutely It has. Fantastic. And there's nothing for me, you know, I'm not going to go on about it, but uh, there's nothing from there. Uh, there's nothing but praise for Lee Johnson from me at the minute. I think, you know, I think. A couple of things you, the, the, you've mentioned the Bailey Wright thing. I, I yeah. don't necessarily agree with it. I can see why it does it. I just don't like someone going into the back line with ten minutes to go. No. I think it just causes panic and chaos. Chaos, yeah, and that actually benefits the opposition yeah. sometimes. I can't see the rationale when you've got kind of like a young centre half on, but Flanagan's there to kind of talk yeah. through the game. He's it's suspended like, now, we, by the way. But I mean, to be fair, who would have thought that would be saying that's bad news that Tom Flanagan's like suspended? Might as well forfeit next week. <laughs> but he's been he's been really good this season as well. But like you commented earlier, other clubs in this league do not have the options off the bench that we do. Well, we've like, got Alves, Bailey Wright to bring in. Yeah, and like this is like Bailey Wright, who was like the club captain at a Championship club, like not so long ago. You've got like Alex Pritchard. I don't know what people's opinions on him are, but he cost eleven million pounds not too long ago, <laughs> coming off the bench. And it's like people were kind of like some people. I get it. We're a bit annoyed when Hume signed a new contract, but like I pointed out on Twitter the other day, no other club in this league is going to have a backup left back as yeah. good as Denver Hume. I'm not annoyed. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. With that, I, I, I'm that, delighted. I think it's a good... I think, you know, you look at that team today and you think, well, the way, the way we play, if you a fit Denver Hume playing in that team would cause mayhem. He would. But what, what I'm really pleased about as well is kind of our better performers over the last two seasons are now standing out as being painfully average. So yeah. I, th- I think so, for example, like Luke, well, nine people have different opinions on him. I didn't think he was very good today. I think he's been rubbish most I, weeks, I, I to be honest. I thought he was crap today. Because, he, again, he's busy, he got around, but, but that's the thing, is kind of you feel like you're almost being a bit condescending, like, oh, he tried hard. But there was a point, in the, I think it was the first half. He where makes brain dead decisions. Well, he does, and there was a point in the first half where he's running through with the ball. Again, I don't want to get bogged down with things that I'm going to criticise. He's running through, he just never has the ball under control. No. Like and then he's played a terrible ball through. Whereas Dan Neal does that, yeah. or Embleton does that, and while well, Embleton did exactly the same and fed Gooch, who put it wide, he should have he should, he should have done better. I just don't. For me, look, I'm not going to go on about it because I've said it enough, and you know my feelings on Lugo Nine. His best work defensively. Yeah, he's as a as defensive that. footballer. And it, but there's no, there's just no place for him in that midfield for me. I just think he's no. It's it, because with all nine, I think kind of. He kind of shot himself in the foot a little bit. I know it's going to sound really weird by being such a jack of all trades. Yeah. Because now I look at it and I think, right, what is he? He's not a. He's not like a centre attacking midfielder in the system where you play. Because because we're not going to get knockdowns off Stewart because that's not the way we play. He's not. He's not good and, enough and, to do. That. He's not, and nine's not going to get in behind on the turn like we've seen. So then you think, right, is he like an orthodox centre midfielder? Well, he hasn't really got the range of passing to no. do that. And then you look like centre mid, like centre defensive midfield, and Corey Evans plays that role so much better than him. He does. And so he's a really good man to have in the squad, I think, because if you do have an injury, he can play anywhere. Yeah. And, and I think he well, do, and, and he does a reasonable job everywhere. Look, I'm not saying that he's crap or anything. All I'm saying is, what? go on, say something outrageous. No, I'm not being stupid. But, but I, honestly, though, like, I just. Um, like you said, you look at the football and brain on Dan Neal, who's like 18, 19 years of age. It's straight ahead of like Luke 09. I just think like the, the composure that Dan Neal showed, like not for the strength because that was like a really good bit of quality, but to get the space to allow him to get the shot off. It was just like time stood still. Yeah. Whereas 09, everything he does looks like rushed. He looks at full pelt to do everything. It's 100 mile now. For me, look, we signed 09 as a centre midfielder, and that's what he is. You know, if, if that's what he wants to be. He, he clearly doesn't want to play right, but he's not going to get in a right back now anyway because Carl Winchester, who we are. I just like I say, I started the very lucky to have Carl Winchester <laughs> thing um, in my kitchen watching some terrible game last season on the stream. Um, and we are indeed very lucky to have Mr. Carl Winchester. Extraordinary lucky, I mean. It's, it's one of them, like, I feel a bit silly because in the pre-season we were all saying, like, oh, Carl Winchester right-back, that shows what we're down to. Yeah. But, like, I never knew he'd played there before. I didn't realise he played there And, well, and that's yeah. ignorance on my, be- on my behalf, to be fair. Under Lee Johnson as well, I believe, uh, isn't he? Oldham. Yeah, and he, I tell you what, he's looked absolutely excellent because he's got all the physical attributes to be, like, a good full-back. 
but like his energy, um, the way he gets forward, the runs. I mean, the run he made for that goal. I absolutely was, love that. It, it was like kind of the understanding between him and McGeady yeah. was absolutely fantastic, and you saw the link up for the goal. And as you say, the ball goes to him, and you think goal straight away. And it was a few times today where we carved him open like that. And for me, like you can have, I'm not one that like sits and looks at like shots on target or actually, no, no, no. but it's all about like the quality of the chances we create. Like and today yeah. we created like lots of quality chances. Yeah. It's not just speculative shots. So like you say, if you keep on doing that, you keep on doing the right things. Eventually, you are going to put a team to the sword. The only that is the only frustration today is we've only won that game two one and. Look, they had they had moments. They had they had the, they had their chances. I'm I don't want to talk about them because I find them incredibly annoying. I, I thought I, the referee was appalling. Yeah, we've got that reverse snobbery thing happening in Stanley, like yeah. really really bad. Because, I mean, Andy Hull's probably on Twitter now, kind of like praising paragraphs, like, oh, paragraphs from him. Yeah, like Walls also having like little digs about, oh, he's, about, he's about, a, about. I bet you, I bet you, if you look, if you like look at Acton and Stanley Twitter tonight. You'd probably see lots of like Sunderland fans celebrating like we've won the World Cup, yeah. kind of crap. Yeah, yeah that uh, sort of stuff. That's yeah, the yeah. thing we can't win if we if we kind of just shrug our shoulders and say it's only Appleton Stanley. We're it's arrogant. Disrespectful, isn't it? And then if we yeah. celebrate like that because we're relieved we've won the game because our performance merited it, yeah. then suddenly it's always pathetic at small time because it's only Appleton Stanley. No, you're right. I, but, I agree with you. But but for me, it, it doesn't matter. Like I, I couldn't care about any club in this league apart from Sunderland and getting out of this league. And yeah, to be honest, like we've not been able to go through over a year. Like we've um, we've had like very little to like celebrate over the past few years so when you play football like that you're excited to go to the match oh well wait I was saying before the game to I met my uncle for a pint before the game and it was like whoa what this man it was like ah oh, great the match I, I went and go it's I mean great. you look back I think um, what Craig Clark um, done the Parker years <laughs> the Parker years yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like how many like how many years in like one's a Parker year or something like that yeah but um but no, it's great to kind of like feel that natural enthusiasm again. Like, and as I say, like I said, I said to my dad like at half time, I said, look, like I understand, like it's really annoying that goal. But I was like, even if if we keep on playing this way and we aren't quite good enough to get the win, I'm not going to be angry at them. I'll I was be annoyed a- that we conceded a goal like that. It was just frustrating. It was. But I never doubted that we wouldn't win the game. Yeah, same. And I think you sense that from the crowd now. Like when we concede, there's not like a panic that there used to be. Yeah. There's not like off oh, the fuck's sake, we go again. Like an annoyance, really. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it is a blip. Yeah, and it's kind of like, right, come on then lads, let's get back on like let's get back on the front foot, let's like go off of them. And as I say at the minute it just seems as though there is like that like real kind of like unity and I'm not one of these, I don't want to be like sycophantic and talk about all yeah. like my club and all that and the other, but there is a large element of that, you know what I mean? When kind of like as I say when the fans and like the players are kind of like as one, it, it, it does create like out. a siege mentality really. It, it, it definitely does, and like I say, like um the, the ovation they got I mean I wasn't at the Wigan game but by all accounts at the end of that game they got like a real really good ovation after that game and again it's fairly deserved though. and as I say if you're like Hoffman and that's your like debut today and you've been playing for like Bayern Munich reserves and then you come off a full time you see that atmosphere yeah. from 30,000 people and people on the ground 10 minutes after like full time like singing that's got to give you such a lift and like if you, as I say like guys like Carl Winchester who played for Oldham and Forest Green Rovers like, that's got to inspire you man when ah, you've got like it, the crowd like, up behind it you has to. I mean, it, it, Look, these 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 players have come from. It, 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 but it, 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 we've had this when we came down, where the, this was the biggest club these players have ever ever played for, and a lot of them were kind of overawed by it. I think, and like, not they were kind of weren't buoyed by it. It was almost like I've made it. Yeah. Whereas this is like no, like. It just feels a little bit different this season, doesn't it? I mean, we have said this before as well, mind that it feels different because it does, of reasons. But it do, no, I agree. It does. It does feel a little bit different, it's, though. There's a younger squad. It's a exciting to watch. Yeah. It's the players are very. 
they are a t they are a unit. Yeah. They are. A, you know. I mean, obviously, we had that fifteen game unbeaten run last season. But I don't think by the Doncaster and the Portsmouth game, I was really infused by kind of like the way we played. No, we're, I thought the Portsmouth game were excellent. Oh, we were. That was the one game last season where I thought, right, I really love what like Lee Johnson trying to do, and the same against Doncaster. But as I say, in fairness to him, like there was a lot of like last season when we tailed off towards the end really badly, and the way we like went out in the playoffs, he was kind of like, oh well. I'm not saying I want them out, but had he been sacked in the I summer, I wouldn't have. I, 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 I probably would have sacked. I wouldn't have done, but because I, I think he would have sent like a bad signal from the owners. But I wouldn't have exactly mourned if we did. And now look at it; like he's had the pre-season to work with the squad, and obviously he's doing the right things on the training ground. Yeah. And no, he's yeah, kind, it is. Look, and, it's and, and, evidence, and he's, he's bedded in this um, like way of playing this really, really good. Because like I say, it's been really interchangeable all season, regardless of whether it's been the league of a cup. We've played the same way, and it's really, really encouraging. It doesn't matter who plays either; no. it's the same ethos to the team. And you look, at, you look at the day, like I know, like I'm going to use them as a yardstick because we did in pre-season when Ipswich were making all these signings and they had Paul Cook as manager, Ipswich. and we were all kind of like panicking, saying we should be doing this, and they've got like Paul Cook and he's just a major manager in League One. Tell you what, got B five two today at home against Bolton. Well, that's them. No wins in six. Now. No wins in six. It looks like that. It, it really, and they've got like a lot of players who obviously aren't bedding in. And it, it is one of them, like that could very easily be us. So it could I, easily go south for them, but it, I mean, it's one of them. Like, uh, look, I'll hold my hands up fully if we get promoted in May. Like, for now, kind of obviously, like, I'm delighted to have been proven wrong, but I just hope we can sustain this. Like, I'm the same, look, I, I'm the same. I, I wasn't a fan of Johnson last season, I thought the end of the season was poor. I'd have sacked him and replaced him with Joe Royal. I probably still would replace him with Joe Royal, oh, let's be honest. You'd uh, replace anyone with Joe Royal. Absolutely. I mean, well, the, the royal family replaced with royal. <laughs> just, just Joe. Well, we, well, on the note of Joe Royal and laughing at Ipswich, um, that's probably it, really. I'd, I'd say. Do we need to talk yeah. about anything else, or can we go to the bar now? Um, I'm about. Yeah, I've only got about a third of a pint left, so. Oh, uh, we've, we've we've done we've done well here. Eh? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Just uh, two. Just ten. I, I mean, I mean, they did used to be a podcaster doing this, but I can't remember his name. No. Well, written um, off for him. Uh, the lads will be back Monday, me and Tom will be back, uh, I don't know, whatever day it is, I'm still on holiday so I don't really care, um, but yeah, thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for listening.